Hello everyone, I'm Annie Gibbons and you're listening to Memoirs of Successful Women, the podcast where you get to hear candid conversations with fascinating women from around the globe who share aspects of their business and life journey, how they measure their success and what they have learnt along the way. Welcome to Memoirs of Successful Women. Today I have the amazing power lady, Lani Mulvey, who is the founder of Strong and Mighty. She is also at this amazing moment of her life that after 20 years of dreaming to write a book, she has just released Standing in Strength, Inspirational Stories of Power unleashed. So I'm really excited to talk to her about that today. And I want you to all race and go and get the pre-order rate straight after you listen to this podcast uh, so that you get the sneak peek and you get the best rates for her amazing new book. So welcome to the program, Lani. Thanks for having me. It's awesome to hear the title from somebody else. You know, I, I mean, I've been saying it so much and I'm just like, ooh, to hear it from somebody else. I'm just like, yeah. okay, <laughs> okay, that sounds cool. Strength. I am yeah. the best-selling pre-release already. Uh, amazing levels, amazing attraction to this book because it's so, one, inspiring to have seven women share their stories I'm delighted to be included as one of those, by the way. But it's all about you today. For the listeners, chapter five is Annie Gibbons. <laughs> <laughs> but back to you, Lani. It's exactly it. You know, it's such a power woman to have a power woman book, you know, to be celebrating strength and yeah. what that can mean in the feminine sense, right? And what yeah. it into you and your journey and those women who are within the book. So I'm super excited about, yeah, you being able to share what is, why power in strength? Why is this the title of your book to start off with? So that I chose this title, not only because of the word strength and power and what they represent, but when I think about how I changed throughout the few years in my life, growing up as someone who didn't have any power, who didn't have any strength because I was the Asian girl growing up in America. I was the immigrant girl that came to America and then had to figure out who am I? Mm. And the what I was exposed to, like watching American television, what I was exposed to in school and the people, the diversity, it was, it was, such a shock to my system and I still didn't know and I had all these identity crises throughout my life like hmm. okay I want to be this and I want to be that and I being Asian we kind of fall into like don't don't ruffle any feathers hmm. don't be loud you know don't be seen um and me I'm I'm only like five foot one on a good day and <laughs> And, you know, to be able to use my voice wasn't something that I had in yeah. back in the day. So when I think of power and strength, it's not just a physical sense for me because I love lifting, but it's more like this voice. It's more that it's more this, this expression that has been hidden in me for so long. Mm -hmm. And within like the last five, six years, 
there's been like this Kindle flame, like kind of trickling in me because I, I was feeling this trapped, lost, um, like I know what I have in me, but I'm afraid to use it. Mm. Yeah. So when it came to this power and strength, it was like, it, yes, it did take 20 years for it to come out, but when it did, oh boy, did it come out. <laughs> it's like that once you make this decision and lean into it, all of a sudden it's incredible what the energy, the emotion, the power of all of that to unpack it and go, yes. And I know because I've had a sneak peek at the book um, <laughs> that it is a huge moment to actually go, yes, what I heard was that you didn't have to become anyone else. You actually became Lani, right? Yeah. Lani is this woman who, yes, is of Asian um, descent and did come to America and is her uh, amazing, talented, beautiful goddess of herself, you know, living her life, doing her thing. And you have found that to be enough and okay in everything you do. And you've, you've then channeled it into powerlifting. How is this <laughs> woman of five foot one on a good day powerlifting these incredible weights you know it is incredible that you're showing you've just pushed yourself to new levels new challenges and it's all come together in a way that probably still surprised you I love it when you dream of things for 20 years and then you suddenly get to a moment like now for you and it all comes together right mm -hmm. yes yeah it was it was a great journey um it was there was a ton of struggles in between but i those struggles as much as i hated them at that time you know like you get to you i you know like a lot of my pivotal moments came from relationships that were bad mm -hmm. or i was trying to make relationships work that really weren't working or weren't supposed to work and this included you know romantic relationships and friendships as well it was, I had to like decide or, um, you know, those people weren't really giving me the energy that I wanted. And I was only in their space because I felt comfortable in their space. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like a me space. I mean, they're, I mean, I still have them as friends and acquaintances, but they're, but those, those relationships just weren't building me. Mm. You know, they weren't pouring into me. And as much as I am outspoken and confident, I wasn't pouring into them either. Yeah. It's so the relationship wasn't really like supporting each other. It was just, we're just taking up air. We're just taking yeah. up each other's air. Mm. So, and it's a hard know, moment to get to that stage, isn't it? When you actually yeah. go, you know, I'm comfortable. You know, this is comfortable, but we're not adding value to each other. And we're certainly not bringing out the best in each other right? And that's where you know you're in that next place. And sometimes those relationships, yeah, it's kind of like, well, it was okay for the time or it was lovely for the time, but you've then yes. gone because yes. you've actually evolved, you know, you've changed or sometimes they've changed and that's okay. It's part of this journey, isn't it? That you actually, yes. gosh, now where I'm at today, this is who I need to be around. This is who I want to be with uh, because, you know, it's serving me better, right? And, and, you know, I was talking um, to John like a while ago about this whole journey 
And I was just saying, I don't know if it was Don or somebody, I can't remember. I, 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 I've been talking so much. I don't remember who I was talking to, but, <laughs> but like, I have noticed that this is the, I've, this is the happiest I've ever been in my life. Wow. Because this is me. Yeah. This, this is who I am. This is what I, I'm helping other people. I'm providing value to every person, whether it's a stranger or not. I feel like I'm providing that value and as much energy as I have, I feel like I'm depositing a little bit, bit of my energy into everyone I meet. Yeah. You know, it's not like you, I want people to like walk away from me or, you know, get off this, a podcast and be like, that was great. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that was great. Exactly. And that's exactly what I want people around me. I want people to take my energy because I have enough. I have, I have a lot. <laughs> and I together have we are vir virtually dynamite together, you know, and you add the good, yeah. our, our um, author, Dawn Bates, into the, yeah. oh my gosh, girls, you know, you just can't cope with that much energy. But that's exactly <laughs> it. It's all lovely to be liked or, um, you know, it, have people be impressed by you or inspired by you. But when you actually find that sweet spot that you would go, oh my yeah. gosh, I can actually just, I'm just enjoying this so much. I'm enjoying just giving out. I'm enjoying yeah. the blessing that I'm giving to others that they need at this time. And it's mm -hmm. wonderful. It's a wonderful feeling. You know, and it's like part of this pivotal moment for me, I started to learn and tell myself um, probably... I want to say like five years ago, this is, I, I feel like five years ago was a big moment for me. So five years ago, I was in looking for a job and everything. And I got into a job and it was great. But that job actually taught me that what you think of me is none of my business. Hmm. And I'm just going to live my life. If whatever brings me joy, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Whatever brings me positive energy, I'm going to do it. If, if you are not giving me that energy, we're just not the right people to be together. Mm. So I know a lot of people will be listening, Lani, and they'll go, how did you have that moment? You know, that is a moment. I'll call them shift moments or aha moments, right? And so you were going along in your life and you've, you've obviously had lots of challenges, but suddenly there in that workplace, you went and said, enough. I'm actually okay with who I am. I don't need to absorb all of that. Yeah. Was there something specific that caused that? <laughs> I think it was just the environment I was in. Yeah. I, as an athletic trainer, I have worked um, lots of sports. So I don't know if we're, we're called athletic trainers in Australia. I think we're called physios or something. Yeah, physios. Yeah. So I've worked with a ton of athletes and um you know, there, you know, I may be the one person they come to, or there's like 500 athletes coming at me at the same time. Mm. And it challenged me. It really challenged me because I had to make decisions that they didn't like, mm. you know, you, sorry, you can't play for three weeks. Sorry. Oh, that's you know, like devastating things, to an yeah. athlete, right? You're the, yeah. you're the fun police. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, it's like I go through these stages with these athletes and it's like when I learned to put my foot down a little bit, 
it, yes, it was a horrible decision. I, I had to make it for their own good, mm. but it, it gave me some respect. Yes. It gave them respect for me because it's like, yes, I know it's a terrible decision, but you know, I had to like, make sure I talked with these athletes and made sure that they understood that I'm not doing it to spite them. Yeah. You're doing you know, it. I'm, them, right? I'm doing it because I care. I do it because I want them to be safe. I do it because I love them because they're my athletes. Mm, exactly. And so I take, I took that into another career, into another like, um, part of my career where I was really the only woman in a room full of 50 men. Oh, and they tested me. Oh boy. Did they test me, <laughs> you know? And once I put my foot down, they understood that I don't play. Yeah. You know, I value myself. So don't, you know, don't try to talk down to me because I will fight for myself. Yeah. And so you should, yeah. girlfriend. And so you should. And, uh, but it's hard. It's hard to get to that place. But once you have, you actually get so much more respect, better yeah. relationships. People value it because you're not always going to say yes. You're not always going to be agreeable. You're going to stand for something and they'll go, okay, when Lani says it, you know, this must be meant to be. This is this yeah. is the right move. So it's not a wrong decision. It is actually the best decision, you know, because you love them, you support them, you value yeah their achievements you know you're not just saying it for the sake of it and I think there's such incredible power there now you you wrote in your uh book release that you're inspired by by Martina Navratilova to that she <laughs> said women have to write more books and and use their voice to empower and inspire women and I'm just so excited that I know the woman Lani who's actually taken that on board and done it so that moment for you you must have had another aha moment and then went you know okay I do <laughs> so I um I was coming I can't I want to say that there was this webinar that happened I want to say September or October and it was called 20 by 20 in Ireland and I don't know how it I it came <laughs> on my news feed or something and I was like it's about um, women in athletics. So I want to, I want to watch this. And Martina Navratilova happened to be one of the keynote speakers. Hmm. And, um, you know, back in the day when I was younger, I remember seeing her on TV playing tennis matches with Chris Everett. And, you know, I didn't think anything of it back in the day. Um, but I didn't realize how strong of a woman she was hmm. and not just physically, but like some of the part of her journey. Yeah. And, um, she was talking about how women need to be seen. We, we need to be seen. We need to take space. And like, she, she kind of focused on like the media and what people are seeing, what these young girls are seeing, because if she can't see it, she can't be it was their tagline. Yeah. And that, that really resonated with me because mm -hmm. I'm like, I did not see it when I was younger. Mm. I didn't see a strong, like athletic role model that I wanted to be when I was younger. Mm. And so I think that kind of gave me a little bit of a wavering identity because I wanted to be that athlete. Yeah. I wanted to be that strong. I wanted to be playing sports. I wanted to be doing something, but I just 
didn't get a chance to see it because of my family upbringing. Yeah. I didn't get to play sports. Mm. My dad didn't allow me to play sports. Mm. He might get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> the one time I tried out for something, I tried out for a dance and my dad came and picked me up from that tryout. And he's like, you are not shaking your butt in front of everybody. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, sorry. Okay, and so then, sorry. Um, I thought it would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I thought I'd do something like not, you know, very traditional. Maybe this wasn't a sport, but <laughs> I guess it was. You weren't destined to be a darts or chess champion is what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I can't, I can't even really play tennis. And that's what my parents tried to make me do. <laughs> Like, the big question to you is, are you sending one of your books to Martina? Is she getting a gift for being the inspiration? I would love to. I would love to because I want to tell her that when she said that, when she's like, there needs to be more books, there needs to be more like exposure, it needs to be more media. You know, in my, in my mind, I was like, media, I can write a book. Okay. And, you know, it's always been in my head to write a book you know, but I wanted to, I didn't want to write a book just to write a book. Hmm. I wanted to write a book for me, a book that was going to provide value to the collective world. And it just happened to line up this, (laughs) this time of my life. This is what it was. And all the signs were, were coming down from the heavens. Wow. You know, first it was Martina, that, that webinar, then it was someone at my hair salon. I was talking about my dream of, of doing this, like, um, like supporting women and having a program to support women and women shouldn't hide their voices and they, should not, should, they shouldn't be afraid to be strong. And the stranger, I'm in, this, I'm in my hair salon and my hair's in foils and all. She comes up to me and she's like, thank you for saying that. I really needed to hear that. Hmm. And she's like, oh, I should have, I should pay you to come talk to me every morning. And I said, salon sessions are free, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like those kinds of signs. And then like my teammates that I, I train with, you know, they're an inspiration to me. My coach, it was like all in alignment. And then I said, this is it. Hmm. This is the sign. This is the push that the universe is giving me right now that I need to do this book. Wow. Destiny. Meant to be. Meant to be. Well, I definitely encourage you to send a copy to Martina, uh, even if she doesn't know about it and ask for one, because you know what? There's such value in giving back to even people like her. You know, when you're in positions and you give out these, you know, inspirational um, sort of moments to people, you know, it's wonderful for them to hear it back. Like others will now be writing to you and telling you what an inspiration you are. I think that yeah. so I'm I'm hoping that she eventually sees or hears her name. I tag her. Oh, <laughs> tag her. Tag her. Tag her. I think that's just I so like funny. tag her. I like say <laughs> her name. <laughs> you know, I like hashtag her. I'm just like, come on, somebody's gonna see it. <laughs> Someone she knows has gotta see it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Don't worry. There won't be a she will not miss this message. Now I read a quote from Courtney Olson, who's the founder of Girl Clothing and a total international powerhouse. And she said, as women are 
as women are so fearful of looking our worst, it prevents us from doing our best. This is a much-needed book for the prevention of the fear holding women back. Why do women have such a problem with, um, you know, our looks and our fears that just, just strangle our potential sometimes you know they just it just paralyzes us at times doesn't it and particularly for you in an area particularly weightlifting you know a a sport that you know makes you muscly and strong and and whether you want to be out there in your lycra or not like you just got to put yourself out there right there's no hold there's no hiding you know why would Courtney write a comment like that about your book do you think so when Courtney and I talked, you know, I'll tell you though, I've admired Courtney for a long time um, through Girl Clothing. And the way I found her site, I Googled clothes that fit broad shouldered girls. <laughs> I remember that. I, that's what I Googled. And I found, th- found her. And I was like, hello. Okay. And so I've just followed her. And her message of building confidence in girls and not comparing yeah. to anything out there because you are special. Because you are special. You are one of a kind. You are not a copycat of anybody else. And even, even twins are different. Oh, I, so, have, I have two sets. Oh, that's very right. different. <laughs> they're very different. You know, they may be twins, but they're different. Really? So this fear, I think that women have, it's carried us from way back in the day, way, way, way back in the day to make sure that I feel, to me, I feel like we are not being, we are not being, uh, I don't want to say trained, but we are not taught Mm. to be as strong as men, because I think from what we learned back in the day, men do this, women do this. Yeah. Very stereotypical. Uh, yes. Very, very stereotypical and very old school. Mm. Mm. And I read, a, uh, I read a study that said, um, if a job was open and they offered it to a man or a woman, the man would even apply, even if he knows he wasn't qualified yeah. for it. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Right? Yeah. Women, we, you know, uh, you know, maybe if I go to school for one more year, maybe I need more training. And I think it needs that shift of that opposite needs to happen. Like Mm. we need to, I mean, if there's a position that we feel like we're open to it, apply to it. Mm. Um, But if we need training, train us. Yes, exactly. You know, I think, I think women are, we're easy, we can learn stuff real quick, hmm. you know? Um, and I think there is a subtlety in our analytical brain hmm. that we just are like, oh, we you know, think way too much. Like, seriously, I mean, there is an entire movie going on there at all times, you know, and we want to make sure it's got a positive affirming narrative right rather than a destructive narrative and a a limited narrative that then does hold us back from you know 
you know, my my learning was that I, I then had a curious nature. And then when I said, well, what if? What if I was just as great as that guy? Or what if yeah. I could? What if, what if if they said no, which they're probably likely to do, but what if they did? Would I die? Would it be so humiliating? Yeah. You know, what if this isn't true? But, it, you know, that and that's a great place to get to. But that's right. We are very limited because of those stereotypes. But there's no reason for that. Exactly. I I think we also are, um, we are fearful of the possibility. Mm. Oh, you know, we apply, say we do apply for this job and we get it. And Mm. then we, we don't do well. And then we beat ourselves up for not doing well. And we, it's, we, we have to learn to learn. Yeah. We have to learn to learn. You know, I've, I've been through so many jobs and I've learned something from every job. Even if I got fired, I learned something from that job. Always, always. always. I'd and like I, to take it to another level too. Of sometimes I actually think we are more worried about what if we are actually capable. Yeah. We, not, not too good, but what if we can do it all, right? Because that then suddenly takes away, you know, so yes, we, you know, I think, for me, it's like, gosh, if you if this is your, you know, genius zone and you are the one to empower women globally, you know, be the super coach for strength power lifters, um, you know, work at the for Olympians, do all these things. Wow, what does that mean? That means I've really got to step up. I have no yeah. more excuses because what if my dream actually comes true? Right. Yeah. Then suddenly it's like, well, I can't blame anyone else. I can't then, do you know what I mean? Like, it's really easy. I love it. I love the couch, the couch view of, you know, it's like goggle box. We've got goggle box here in Australia. Do you have that? We've got a TV, we've got a TV show about people on their couch watching TV shows. It's quite funny. And so you just see their reactions while they're watching shows that we watch. And, uh, you know, it's very easy to be an armchair critic is what I'm saying. But then you turn it around and go, wow, what if you were were actually operating in your genius zone? You know, Dawn Bates becoming, you know, a global sensation in books, right? You know, you take it, you know, after 20 years putting out your book and then now putting yourself out to say, oh my gosh, what is next? I could just do anything now because your your (laughs) self-esteem is like so high, you know, now the world is open to so much more because every time you go up a level, you you can, um, you see a million other opportunities, right? And I've, I've learned, I've learned that no one is going to save me. Mm. We, we have been, oops, we've been taught or, or, you know, it's kind of become second nature that the women always get saved by the man. TV shows, um, you know, super, even superhero shows, you know, like it's charming. Yes. It's <laughs> charming, you know, like Snow White. It's like all those the men are doing the saving for the woman. Mm, mm. And now in 2021, in 2021, women are saving women. Yes. You know, we are supporting women. We are helping them out of this hole. I think that, um, that maybe the, maybe like social, social society has like dug for that for us. You know, we are, we, we can't depend on strictly our men. We love our men, you know, we love our men and I, I love my husband, 
but he knows that I'm moving forward and either he's going to come with me or, <laughs> you know, he can stay behind, well, but I'm moving forward. It's like a recalibration, isn't it? It's kind of like, well, it might've worked before. I don't think it always did. Let's just read Jane Austen. But, um, you know, it, there was a time that that worked. It doesn't work now. You know, women are not satisfied with that scenario and they shouldn't be because it doesn't work for our modern times and so we need no. champions like you Lani to be out there calling it out and actually going you know that's right we love our men we want to all we're wanting to be is equal and yeah. and also different you know there's different qualities that are beautiful qualities about both right yeah. about all gender and um and all diversity for that mm -hmm. uh, note and so that's what you're wanting you're actually wanting um equal opportunity yeah to be your best self and have yeah. the same you same same options to to achieve success in your own terms yeah. right. give us a chance give give yourself a chance that's that's all that's like another underlying thing about why I wrote this book. I want women to know, young women, girls to know they have a chance. Mm. They have value. They have a chance. They are worthy. Um, it's going to be challenging. I mean, this book will hopefully will make some change, you know, by the time I'm dead, but like, you know, what? It, it's like, I want to make sure that there are boots on the ground moving forward mm. and we're not moving backwards. And you know, like we all have to change. There's going to be, we have to adapt. There's going to be change. And I know change is scary and people don't like it because it takes them out of their conveyor belt life, but it happens. Mm. You know, technology moves forward. Everything moves forward. So it's like, you have to move forward too. You can't, you're, you're going to get left behind. Exactly. Exactly. And you want to be part, you want to be that little nugget, that part of that big diamond, right? You know, you don't have to be the whole thing when none of us are the whole thing. We're all just sort of a combination collaborating together, becoming this big power, power piece that other then people will go take notice and go, wow, 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 wow. So tell us more about the book. Who, who else was in the book? Why did you choose these women? Uh, what, what, what variety are they going to um, show to the, to the readers of your book, Power and Strength? So this book has an array of ages with the women. Mm -hmm. um, and also it has an array of activities. That's why I didn't want to consider it like a, more of like an athletic book not just not just for athletes Good. it is a book for where we see the women use their their body that was given to them it's your body is that vessel that you were given to overcome these challenges hmm. and the way you overcome is you know, if you fall into the sport, you fall into this movement, you fall into this athleticism that has given you feet to run on, mm. that has given you feet to walk forward. It supports your feet, support your body. And yes, there have been challenges for everybody to go through their, like, it took me forever to be an athlete. I, I've been wanting to be an athlete since I was like seven. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I've been like this weekend warrior. I've done like all these different things, but right now is the one time I consider myself an athlete because hmm. of my, my focus and my dedication to what I want to achieve in athletics. 
And it took all that time. It took all this, don't get too big. Mm. You're get you're lifting more than me. Stop lifting. You know, like all these different chirps of negativity to try to knock me down. Mm. And eventually it just, I just had to make the decision to be like, you know what? I can't live for you. Mm. And these ladies in these chapters, oh my gosh, I, you know, I'll tell you, Ray, when I, I've never really met her. I met her through another person. Mm-hmm. And um, when I talked to her and she was telling me her story about how she would love to be on the chat in, in the book, I, 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 I had to be like, okay, stop talking. Cause I gotta go get a tissue. You know, it's like, I feel like all the women in this book, I, even though I've never met most, like I've never met you, like I've never met you in person. I just feel like I connect with you guys through athletics, Mm. through movement. Mm. It's like, we can talk, we can talk about battle stories. Oh, you know, and I did this, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And, oh, this, this person told me this and I shouldn't do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. And then I did it. And now I feel amazing about myself. I know. Is that woohoo moment? And it doesn't matter if you're just doing your first 5K run or you're a tough mother or we've got over here, or if you're climbing this mountain that you never thought was even like possible or whether you're a full-on, you know, competitive athlete or if you're going for an Olympic medal, right? The story is, yes, there's obviously definitely different levels of expertise, dedication, training and all of that, but it's that it's that moment through sport that actually levels everybody. You're just doing the sport. You're challenging yourself. You're focusing on your next PB, right? Or, you know, whatever that is. And also for the reasons that it is. Sometimes it's I'm just going to do exercise so I fit into this hot dress for my birthday in six months, right? And then someone else is like going, oh, my God, like I, I feel guilty doing anything else but training because otherwise I won't achieve my goal. So we're all driven differently but sport means you know I've done that when I go on hikes you don't even think what jobs people have if they're mums or not how much they earn you know what they even look like you know for me most of us have got our little you know so much active wear and head wraps and night lights on you don't you actually get surprised when you see them in the daytime we're busy women and we often go hiking at night and so you know and I love that because you're actually just in the moment being physical healthy enjoying you know for us outdoor people loving nature but for you loving the sweat yeah the pump you know (laughs) that sort of thing I think there's just so much diversity in um athleticism you know but such value to the people but the personal growth is huge you yes. know and also finding other people who love doing what you're doing you know not everyone is a naysayer you know mm-hmm. and so one not everyone's a naysayer and not everyone will go well don't do that you should play chess instead and then others will say we'll see you as a competitor and they'll try and sabotage you play mind games with you knock you down so there's a real mental toughness Yes. That you have demonstrated through this book and the women who shared in it that they have realized they need to step up to. I need to do this despite yes. all of the um, all of the challenges against. Right? And I think that's what's awesome about all the chapters. Like every chapter, there's so many lessons, whether it's like 
the way Liz wrote it, you know, she has it written down and everybody else wrote it differently. Mm. Like every lesson is different. And I, I, I think I love that. And the women who are in this book were the perfect women to be in this book. Thank God. As much as I wanted like all of this and all who here, whatever. I think once it finally aligned, these are the perfect women to be in this book. Mm. They support the, the drive of the book of understanding that there was a lesson and understanding that it wasn't pretty. Mm. And yeah. we are here writing this chapter so you the reader can relate to us and know there are seven women in, in this book that have different journeys and you are not alone 100%. you are not alone in a crappy journey and learning something at work that you know people are like talking bad about you and how are you get it it's you know life isn't going to be easy and this book show, to me shows that life isn't easy. There's going to be bad people. There's going to be physical obstacles. There's going to be, um, you know, judges and haters and all that. Mm. But hello, I'm on the other side. Thank you very much. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And that's what it's like. It actually builds up a community of women who go, yeah, that's okay, sweetheart. I've been there in my own way and we are here together and it's all right. We will push through. And when you don't have the power, other people will right yeah you can you can give that you can it's gifting that power and that strength to others and at other times they will give that back you know that's what that's what I love about the sisterhood so how does it feel having um it's current your your book currently is on pre-order for another couple of days uh and then it goes to new uh, release I think on the 13th, 13th. and so how does it feel to be selling so many books on pre-order before you've even got your book in your hot little hands? Like you're not even showing it to me now. Um, you know, when Dawn told me, when she like looked and she gave me, she's like, oh, you're number seven or whatever. I was like, okay, cool. And she's like, are you going to say anything else? I was like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> you're not Thanks. a rah-rah girl, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, cool. It's very cool. Yeah, it's I mean, very, I'm very, very, I'm very excited. Yeah. But, but it's it's more like, you know, it's. I feel like okay, I'm going to acknowledge it. This is cool. I love it. But now I'm like, what's my next project? Yeah. You know, like what's what is my next? What am, what am I? What am I going to use this book exactly to build off to continue the standing and strength movement? Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. So and like, it shows the caliber of the person you are. That is amazing and exciting deep down. You're like, oh my gosh. But it's the reason the book is there, right? It's the mm -hmm. purpose that you're now just suddenly opening up. You know, that's right. You can have this book as, as a tool to then you know, mentor and coach young girls around oh, the world yes. to just go love your bodies, you know, be yeah. active be healthy pursue different things even if you try sports and you're not very good at them you know sometimes just do it anyway other times yeah. try some others you know yeah. but it's like that not just in sport as you said it's in all aspects of our life it's actually just being comfortable 
to put yourself out there, not worry about different shapes and sizes. That's yeah, okay. we're no all comparison, born, no right? nothing. Just mm-hmm. enjoy and grow. And yeah. you become such a more beautiful person, right? You know, those people that you meet that you go, they're just so happy in their own skin, you know, and it doesn't matter what they're doing. Total geeks. <laughs> I work with a lot of scientists, right, in my world. It's like, wow, but they're so excited about their like genome therapy or some mitochondrial sort of <laughs> yeah. I'm presenting at a World Congress tonight for um, the International Association of Preventable Blindness. So I'm all in this head of, wow, I'm thinking, why am I even going to be? What could I possibly share amongst these top brands? But, you know, that's it. It's like diversity, right? It's amazing that everyone has their thing and it's finding it and then being comfortable in that and then using it like you are now going to use this amazing gift of who you've become and now what you've got to share to be able to to take that to the next level yes and And it's like this next level is more is it's like okay I I thought about I I, I'm starting this women's strength initiative Hmm. so it is an initiative that gives access to young girls and women understanding what strength is as an umbrella meaning leadership what does it mean to be a strong leader um what does it mean to have a confident voice and even like what are strength sports maybe this is something you like so it's like all it's this this initiative that i i I feel like i met i met a few women who just didn't know how to write a book Hmm. how do i write a book learning how do i write a book and i was like well let me tell (laughs) you and you know, they, they, I feel like there's so there's resources out there that maybe I can help them get connected to, Hmm. you know, like they don't, it's like, they ask me and they're low income They're, you know, they, they, they don't have access to where they live to under, to, you know, to talk to people like that. Hmm. And I want to be able to give them that opportunity, you know, maybe, maybe I like figure out a way to to, to sponsor Dawn for, for like a, one coaching session so they know how to write a book, how to get their, their thoughts down. You know, it's like, I wanna give these women this opportunity. There's so many stories out there and I only got seven. Exactly. exactly. No, I only got seven. There's so <laughs> many stories out there that people can relate to, that people, um, you know, that can inspire so many people and I only got seven of them. you've only just slightly cracked this is only book book number one for Lani (laughs) yeah and uh this says that's right unlimited unlimited sharing growing your tribe sharing your message absolutely fantastic so how do people pre-order how do they get your book Lani oh gosh okay so Amazon I know it's on Amazon um and uh if you just put standing in strength it's on there right now it's just the kindle version but on the 13th there will be the the paperback version that's available and then if you go to donpublishing.com slash larney mulvey you can order there too and so you know and and i i I apologize ahead of time to everyone on my social media but you're going to get blasted (laughs) (laughs) it's going to be standing in strength standing in strength (laughs) <laughs> have, you heard, have you 
have you heard Lani's got a book, Standing in Strength? Buy it. Uh, and so they should. You know what? When you're just reveling in a moment that is just so, has been so much of your journey, you should enjoy every moment of it and just, yeah, broadcast it widely. And you know what? Those who don't like it, that's okay. They might have been in a previous space. <laughs> yeah. And um, it, what will be will be. So I wish you all the best in that. And then besides the book, how do people reach out to you personally, Lani? So I am really active on Instagram. So I'm at Larnie Mulvey. So anyone can send me messages there. And then on LarnieMulvey.com is my landing page. It may look like a hot mess right now, but you can find a contact me button on there somewhere on that page. <laughs> but you can you can find me on there. Um, and on Facebook, I'm at Larnie Eliza. Facebook hasn't allowed me to change my name yet. Oh. I don't know why. So... You know, if you find me on Instagram or on LarniMulvey.com, you can get a hold of me. Facebook, I'm pretty sure there aren't many Larnies on Facebook. Mm. So if you just type that in, it's two ways, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me. People will find you, Larnie. Uh, the best way is, I think, just you go, at the moment, in this week, the next month, the next year, really, go to Amazon, look for Power in Strength. Standing and, in strength. Oh, sorry, standing in strength. I was distracted by the power. Standing in strength. And yes. uh, yeah, really uh, just get a copy of this book. It's going to be amazing. It's going to inspire you so much to just allow you to reflect on your own journey and just dare to dream. You know, I could just push myself a bit further. I could just, you know, try things that I haven't tried before. I could say, not worry so much about what other people think. And there's incredible value in that. And also the diversity of the, all those different stories. It's great. You know, I love it when you see just such contrasts in lives and the way people write and the way they interpret different situations. There's so much value in that. Yeah. So Thank you so much for being on my program today. It's been absolutely fantastic and I wish you all the best for your future success. Awesome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it so much. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Memoirs of Successful Women. You can find me at anniegibbons.com where you can download my free resources, get connected on social and check out my online magic transformation program. If you love this show, feel free to subscribe to future episodes. And of course, share it with your friends. I'll see you again soon. And until then, happy podcasting.